All right, we are here and we're going to kick it off for the first time. Welcome to the Academy of Preachers official podcast. Our guest today is Pastor Gray Norden. He studied exegetical preaching at the Assemblies of God Theological Seminary in Springfield, Missouri, and he's also been pastor of Countryside Assembly in Bolivar, Missouri for the last 10 years. He's our guest today. We're going to talk about preaching, so let's get at it. Good afternoon. This is Pastor Gray. Hey, Pastor. It's Nick. How you doing? Well, good afternoon, Nick. It's a pleasure to speak with you. How are you? Doing all right. Hey, I just want to talk to you for a few minutes about, uh, I know you've been changing a few things how, um, I know you've been changing a few things that you've been doing on Sunday morning, and uh, I know that includes involving some new technology. So if you could talk about that for just a minute or two, that'd be great. More than welcome. All right, so you've been using a uh, a TV now, right? As um, uh, not just a TV up on the wall, but you have a TV on a mobile stand that's next to you. Yes, one of the things that we started, um, we really probably launched it. I think it was either the week of or the week before Easter. I believe I launched it the week before Easter, just so I could get a feeling for it. Um, our my goal was that people will connect further with what we're communicating. So, you know, there are multiple different styles of learning, uh, tactile, uh, kinetic, auditory, visually. So my goal was to just give them another way to interact with me uh, through the preaching of the Word. And then one side thing that it did as well, it made our videographer uh it made his day because instead of him having to cut and paste if you will uh or input different slides so that everybody watching a sermon that's posted on the internet at a later date they would he would have to put those slides in now we don't have to do that they're just there automatically so they can watch the sermon and interact with the powerpoint or the main points of the sermon that we want to bring forth. Right, because you record your service. Um, you have a camera that's in the back of your sanctuary. And so before, they would either have to pan to the sides to get the slides or to add it in uh, in editing later before you post it. But now it's just right next to you. That's exactly correct. And it was just, not that we can't add it into editing. We can. It was just sometimes... It, it, we make things difficult, <laughs> and I feel like that's exactly what we were doing. We were just making things more difficult than they should be. And having, I can say this, it was the one change that we have made over 10 years of of pastoring at this church that I received the greatest amount of uh, accolades from the congregation. We... Let me and let me address one thing if I can. Sure. We have a, a large sanctuary and in our sanctuary we have two screens. Uh so instead of just having one one screen in the center, we have two large screens on each side. I am not a fan for that and here's the reason why. 
you can have someone sit on the right side of, of your uh, sanctuary, and they can look at the right the screen on the right side. They, they should look at the one on the left. That's what you hope, and they kind of would cross. It'd be real easy for them to look at you, look at the screen, look at you, look at the screen. And what ends up happening is they will turn and look at the closest screen, which would be the one on the right, and almost completely disconnect with you as a speaker. Now with just the added TV, um, they can, they don't even look at the screen anymore. They can just connect completely with me as I'm communicating um, the sermon. And not, I know we're talking about television. That's what you brought up, and that's awesome. But we all know the greatest thing that we cannot sacrifice is connection. Connection, right. connection, connection. That's one of the greatest things of communicating the Word. So I think adding the television was uh, increased the connection with the congregation. Awesome. So uh, with that connection being the emphasis, so how have you gotten any complaints so far on the size of the TV? I know I actually helped you um, unbox that TV. And what was it? Was that an 80 or a 90, 70? No. It was just fifty. Oh, it was it just fifty. It, it's it's very deceiving it when when you're standing by it. I guess that's kind of a right. joke. Uh, you know, when you are standing by the television, it looks much larger than what it is. But yeah, it was just a fifty-inch TV. So have have you had to 50 adjust or your so? Don't hold me to that. Right, it's right there in that range. Sure. Um, so have you had to adjust? your slides or your media at all to make uh, any of the text bigger, more readable for people sitting towards the back of your sanctuary? No. For the for that, they can still look at it on the large screen. I go back to the original reason for doing this was twofold. The first one was to make it easier on uh, our our web guy uploading everything to the video. That was, you know, uploading everything to the Internet. That was our, our number one kind of key desire there, and we knew that we knew that going into it. That was our goal. Uh, that was what we were doing, if that makes sense. So that was a win-win, yay for us. Uh, one of the second just positive things that took place was the connection with the church. And, again, you know, connection, connection, connection. Like we don't have a – we don't have a podium at Countryside. We, we've done away with all that. Our, our heart's desire is to remove every obstacle so that we can connect. And that was a huge added bonus. That was not the expectation um, that got added in. We sure. thought we were just going to – our goal was to make our online sermons look better. Our goal was to work in that capacity. But then it ended up being something that was just – uh, a complete blessing. Sure, in and, the uh, fact that it, it enabled us to be able to do both of those at the, you know, we got a greater connection and we've got a um, a better uh, better internet presence or sermon internet connection. Sure, because I know you and I were uh, were looking at pictures of that earlier, and uh, what did what did you call it? Like the Andy Stanley effect or something like that? You just you know all. An, an extra little added benefit doesn't hurt making you, uh, you know, kind of look like a nice little hotshot modern with the times preacher. 
if you want to give somebody the glory, <laughs> we want to give God the glory. <laughs> but the person that I stole the idea from, have to admit that, um, is Chris Hodge. Chris is the pastor down at Church of the Highlands, and he is, you know, leading uh, the, uh, I think they call it the Ark, uh, but he is the pastor there at the Church of the Highlands, and that's his model. Um, he may have, I don't know who started first, him or Andy Stanley, but if you look at both of those, they both have the same type model. And at the end of the day, what it enables is we live in a growing digital society. A majority of the people um, that come into church, they don't bring a paper Bible anymore. They're using their phone. They're using um, their uh, tablet. And what the television enables me to do that I can just load tons of scripture into my sermon and just scroll through those quickly. And uh, they can see them, they can visualize them, I can read them, uh, they're, they're on the screen. They may not necessarily be on the, the large screens on the side. On the, the large screens on the side, I'll leave the, the PowerPoint, the main points of the sermon that I'm wanting them to track with their note-taking device. But then I've got all these other added scriptures that I'm placing on the screen, and it just adds a depth to my sermon that I think, I'm not saying it wasn't there before, but one of the things that I've really noticed is it gives me the ability to just add that depth to my sermon without bogging it down. Right. I can just continue through them quickly. I don't have to ask them, hey, turn to John chapter 4 or turn to Isaiah chapter 17, I can just process through that uh, as it's on the screen. They can jot down a scripture reference uh, on their note-taking device and then just continue to process with me. Yeah. So one uh, one other thing that I want to talk about with you is uh, the use of technology in the church service. And I know you have a background in, in, in music technology and church sound. And uh, I know that, you know, you and I have been in a lot of different churches and seen a lot of different sound setups and video setups. And I think a lot of churches who aren't huge and don't have a huge budget have a reputation for being probably one of the worst uh, audio visual setups that you can find. And so can you talk for a minute about uh, why quality matters, um, on, why quality matters on Sunday morning? Um, as a pastor, as a part of a church staff, as a preacher? That's a huge question that you're asking. <laughs> we, you know, I know this is your podcast. You could probably spend an entire podcast just on that one question. We'll probably have to do um, another one in the future. Alone. The biggest thing is this. You're going to have, we hope, you're going to have visitors in every setting. Um, you're going to have your normal, of course, congregation. Uh, at the end of the day, probably the biggest answer to this question is the Scripture, um, that uh, in everything we do, we should do it as under the Lord. We should honor God uh, with every step we take and do the best we can. Um, we have had to learn that the hard way. I think sometimes at Countryside, we tried to do too much, uh, and we did everything uh, okay. <laughs> and our goal should have been, and I need to stop and pause and just say, God, forgive me for that. Our goal should have been to do less better. And I believe that as a church, we 
should strive to do the best we can in in every moment and every opportunity, especially in Sunday morning, because for most of us, uh, for your average church, that is the service of the week. That's the biggest time that they've got. That's when you need to put your best foot forward. And uh, in that, honor God, and in that, pull people in. So our goal is, of course, like should be every pastor, is Sunday morning is when we capture people for the rest of the week. And we promote that through uh, every opportunity, every resource that we can. So if your goal is to um, do the best this or the best that, then accomplish that with all that you have. Do that with all that you have. Be the best of that with all that you have. Uh, there are ways to do things inexpensive. Uh, ask a whole bunch of people, and you may find some incredible things. Like you've you've seen on our stage, we've got uh, LED lights that are put inside of uh, air conditioner filters, uh, residential air conditioner boxes that we made from air conditioner filters for a dollar a piece. And they look incredible, and they glow, and it's crazy. So now we redesigned our stage a few years ago, and we did it for 150 bucks, maybe $200. Right, and that was uh, a whole stage redesign. Thousands. Yeah. There, there's, there can be, we have to be careful not to sacrifice quality for excellence, but I think in a lot of ways we can find uh, a cheaper way or a, a more affordable way to do what we can do with excellence. And, uh, and that's our goal. We're always looking for that. And uh, so, for example, back to the TV, the TV that you talked about is a refurbished TV. We purchased it from a big box re- retailer uh, that was refurbished. We paid a third of the price uh, that you would have if you have just walked in the store and bought it. So we waited patiently, found that opportunity, uh, purchased a refurbished TV, uh, got on line found the the mount that we needed uh just got everything we did that entire tv changeover that you're talking about for about three hundred dollars literally three hundred dollars um i think just probably about every church could afford that and it was a it was a cool thing that really upgraded our sunday morning experience and made it feel perceived and perceptions reality uh, I hate that quote. I'll go on record for saying that, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. Perception is reality, and it it helps people perceive that there's a greater level of excellence um, just by doing something different. It was an added opportunity. I really, I really liked it. Great. Well, hey, thanks for being here with me today. I really appreciate it, and I hope we get My to talk pleasure. to you soon. Have a good day, Pastor. You as well. Thanks, Nick. Bye. 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 Here are two lessons I think we learned today from our conversation with Pastor Gray Norton from Countryside Assembly. The first is this. Make your life easier, not harder. Too many times when we try to revitalize what we do on a Sunday morning, whether it's in the pulpit or whether it's just the general media or how we construct our service, we want to do something flashy, we want to do something cool, but a lot of times those things require a lot more work than what we normally do. They require more prep throughout the week and they require more attention on Sundays. But really, what we should be doing whenever we can 
is if we have an idea in mind, like, okay, we, we want to change something. I, I, I want to change something. I want to make something better. Look for solutions that are practical and can save you time. Kill two birds with one stone. Do something that looks cool. Do something that's great. Change up how you use PowerPoint. Change up how you present your media while you're preaching. But figure out how to do it in a way that makes your prep easier and shorter, not longer and harder. Pastor Gray just wanted to cut down his editing time from his preaching videos before he posts them online. And he found a solution that not only accomplished that goal, but also accomplished many others. It increased the connectivity between him and his people. It provided a breath of fresh air. It provided a little change that wasn't too big, that didn't rock the boat, but looked great. So, when you are looking for a change, try to find something that makes your life easier and not harder. Unless, you know, you're a preacher or a pastor who just happens to have a ton of extra time. If you are, then, you know, God bless you and we're all jealous. The second thing that we learned from our conversation today is this. Quality matters, but it doesn't have to be expensive. Your church may not sound the best on Sunday morning. You might sit in your pew or if you're up in the pulpit and you can hear the speakers and they just don't sound that great. Now, if your church has the budget to do a complete new system, that's fantastic. Pray about it and do it. Awesome. But if your church is like most churches and doesn't have the money laying around to completely redo its sound system, there are some really cheap ways that you can make things sound better. First, make sure that you are using your equipment properly and that it is set up properly. Make sure that your mixer has actually been set up right and you have people running it who at least mostly know what they're doing. You can actually have someone come over to your church and EQ the room, an audio professional or someone who knows what they're doing. And you would be amazed at how different your system can sound if it is set up correctly. It's insane. I've heard it done before. It's crazy. Also, there are some really cheap fixes that you can do that can make things sound a lot better. Make sure your cords are all in good working condition. Uh, cords and cables are not very expensive to replace, and they can make a big difference. And just make sure you're using the right equipment for what you're doing. Um, there are just some really simple ways that we can make this better. I want to thank you for listening today to the Academy of Preachers podcast. And I want to remind you that we have festivals coming up. We have regional festivals in New England on October 7th, in Kansas City at Central Baptist Theological Seminary on October 21st. We have another festival coming up in Washington, D.C., and of course, our National Festival of Young Preachers, which is January 2nd through 5th at Atlanta, Georgia. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be over 200 young preachers there, all there to work on their preaching, to meet other preachers, and just to have a good time. You should be there. I'm going to be there doing an episode. Everybody's going to be there. So connect with us at academyofpreachers.net or on Facebook. Find us at Academy of Preachers. We want to connect with you. So again, thank you for listening and have a fantastic day.